Hey church, Kelly here. I hope you're doing well. Our daily hope today is 1 Corinthians 11. Paul is continuing to address the divisions in the church of Corinth, and today we're going to focus on the second part of chapter 11, which is talking about the divisions caused by the Lord's Supper. And I want to ask a few questions before we dive in. Have you ever felt like it's easier to be self-serving versus self-sacrificing? Have you ever noticed that our cultural divides can supersede our kingdom culture? Well, these are some of the things that were brought to mind while reading this passage. So let's dive in together and remember those questions while we go through this. So the Lord's Supper was not like our communion today. It was not a little piece of bread and a little bit of juice at church. It was a large feast where the body of believers came together to partake in the Lord's Supper. Everyone, whether it was your wealth, your social status, everyone was included and they were meant to remember what Christ did on the cross. And so Paul hears about the division caused by the wealthy and the poor, where the wealthy were creating this social snobbery, this elitism, while the poor went hungry. And so let's pick it up in verse 20. It says, So then, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat, for when you are eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry and another gets drunk. Don't you, go, don't you have homes to eat and drink in, or do you despise the church of God by humiliating those who have nothing? Wow. Paul is calling out the church for partaking in the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner. The whole point of the Lord's Supper was to remember what Christ did on the cross and to continue to emulate him. Everything that Christ did was self-sacrificing and selfless. And what he did on the cross was to give up his body and his blood so that we could be elevated to be co-heirs. And the, Corinthian, the wealthy Corinthians were doing the opposite. They were using their wealth to divide, to segregate, to not care for the other poor and hungry people, and they were even getting drunk. And so they were partaking in the Lord's Supper in a self-serving manner versus emulating Christ in a self-sacrificing manner. And I remember going to South Africa, and I was visiting our partner who was in the poorest area, and they were extremely poor, and right next to it was the most wealthy city. And so I was talking to our partner and a leader in the church there. And I said, why isn't the wealthy church who's so close caring for the partner here? And obviously there was racial divides, but there was also a wealth divide. And I was asking, why is that? And essentially it was because the cultural divides. It's been there for so long. It was hard to change the mindsets of believers to come together as one. Even though they were trying, it was taking a long time to bridge that divide. And it made me really sad and it made me also realize that sometimes our cultural divides and our worldly differences can supersede our kingdom culture. But Paul here and Christ are saying, no, our kingdom culture is always above our worldly cultural divides. And you guys have been amazing during this time. You guys have given so much to our food drive, our emergency relief, our benevolence, to care for those in need during this time. And I pray that we can continue that because I'm so grateful to be part of your church. And we have been so amazing to make sure that we are not letting our cultural divides supersede our kingdom mindset. But where are there other cultural divides or worldly differences that supersede our kingdom culture? And our kingdom culture is all about unity, all about self-sacrifice, all about caring for others and elevating them. But what worldly differences, whether it's our political view, where we live, our social status, our wealth, what we look like, what worldly differences can tend to supersede our kingdom culture? 
And as you guys know, it takes intention. It takes determination to continue to live like Christ and not fall into those self-serving um, cultural divides. Because everything kingdom culture is self-sacrificing and everything worldly is self-serving. And so I want to ask you a question. Where are you letting a cultural or worldly difference supersede your kingdom culture? I know I can grow in every area because I want to be more Christ-like. And so I'm on the journey with you and I pray that this is an encouragement to you because you guys have been so amazing. But also, where can we grow? Where can we let our differences of this world and let our kingdom culture let our differences of this world go and make sure our kingdom culture is above all else and that we can emulate Christ and be self-sacrificing and elevating of others. Love you church. Hope you're doing well.